Hello, everyone, and welcome to Your Mark on the World show. I'm your host, Devin Thorpe. I'm a Forbes contributor covering social entrepreneurship and impact investing. And today we have two super fun guests we have with us. Brian Brandenburg, the chief marketing officer and co-founder of uh, the Salt Lake Comic Con, along with the founder and uh, CEO, Dan Farr. Uh, gentlemen, we're thrilled to have you on the show. Now, everyone, stick with us. Hang with us now. We're going to have a great conversation uh, with these two remarkable entrepreneurs who are really making a difference in the Utah community. The Your Mark on the World show is made possible by our sponsors, including Clean Energy Advisors. Welcome to Your Mark on the World, bringing you another changemaker with champion of social good, Devin D. Thorpe. Okay, Dan and Brian, welcome to the show. We're thrilled to have you. Thank you. For, thanks for having me. And, and thanks for that positive introduction. You're making us feel pretty good here, so thank you. Well, you're great. Uh, you're doing some amazing things at, uh, with Comic-Con. Uh, why don't you give us just a little bit of a history, give us a quick history of the what's going on uh, with the Comic-Con in, in Salt Lake, because this has been kind of a big deal. Gentlemen, tell us about Comic-Con and the tremendous success you're having. Well, it, it's something that uh, we, we've just been fortunate to be a part of a great community. One, one thing that we found as we uh, did research after the fact, we just realized what an amazing community that people are here uh, in Utah. There, there's so many volunteers. There's so many people that get uh, a level of excitement that's unprecedented unprecedented that you would see in other places and so we, we had a we had an intuition that this was a place to do it and uh was after we did our first event it was clear that this clearly this is the best place to do it so how many people attended your first event brian Seventy-two thousand people Seventy-two thousand attended the first event how many attended the most recent one um about 120,000 120,000 holy cow Holy cow. So what goes on at uh, Comic-Con in Salt Lake to draw all these people, Dan? Well, it, it's, it's, it's about fandom. Um, what we've tapped into is multiple fandoms. Uh, you know, it ranges from uh, basically sci-fi to fantasy to comic books. Everything that uh, kind of touches that fan nerve with people, we, uh, we try to build a, an event that brings in a lot of celebrities and comic book artists and creators and t-shirt manufacturers and and really just everything that's pop culture and and uh, fun for for people to, to really kind of let their their uh, geek flag fly uh, so to speak yeah so uh, Brian who are some of the uh, folks that celebrities that have come to the event well we have amazing people come we uh, we had Chris Evans who played Captain America in the Avengers and in the standalone movies we had Mark Hamill, who is Luke Skywalker in Star Wars. Uh, we've had Patrick Stewart, who is Captain Picard from Star Trek, and um, many, many others. Uh, William oh, what Shatner. a fun. Yeah. yeah. Who else, Dan? I was going to say William Shatner. We've had Anthony Mackie. We've had uh, Ralph Macchio, who's the Karate Kid. You know, we've, we've got uh, such a range of types of uh, guests that we bring in. You know, we, we look at things like 80s. TV shows that were popular, Dukes of Hazard, for example. Uh, last year we had uh, uh, 
the, the Dukes, the three Dukes that have come out and be a part of the show. And um, there's just it, one thing that's happened here is the fans are so great to the celebrities that it makes it really easy for us to book top quality guests because the, the reputation precedes us uh, by a long ways. Oh, that, that's tremendous. Now, the, the reason you're on my show is not to talk about uh, William Shatner, as fun as that would be, but it's because of the cr incredible good you're doing. Let's talk a little bit about how you're using this platform for good. Uh, Dan, why don't you uh, just give us a little bit of background about some of the things that you've been doing. One of the things that just has come together pretty organically is the way that it, it brings the community together in a lot of ways. There's this force uh, of good, this force of energy that um, has emanated from the event. And as we've done that, you know, we've seen families coming together. We've seen, you know, for us, we walk around, Brian and I love walking around the event and meeting the attendees. And we get a chance to see multi-generations of families coming together for the event. And, you know, that, that's been, you know, I'd say one of the, the greatest benefits that isn't necessarily a charity benefit, but it's been the a huge benefit of um, connecting people in a way that they were not necessarily connected before, especially there's people that are maybe less social than, um, you know, you know, maybe the rest of us. Uh, and I have a little of a, a unsociability about myself, too. Sometimes I like to, to uh, go into my corner, so to speak. So I, I kind of understand that with people where if you don't feel out of your your comfort zone, you get to go to Comic-Con and you get to be who you want to be. And it allows people to find common interests. And those common interests have brought people together in a big way. And I know we want to talk more about some of the other good, but this is just one of the things that I, for me was a big surprise. Um, I didn't realize it would have this sort of kind of gluing effect within the community that uh, has come out of it. And I, I, I love that. And the, then the other side of it, and this is something I, I really, I'd say that Brian has driven more than I have, and that's why I think it'd be good to have him talk about some of it. But the, the outreach to the, uh, the people providing services in our in our community, the police and the uh, firefighters and, and 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 such, and so I do think that that's probably some of the stuff that Brian should talk about. But I, I, I'll say, you know, that that's why I love giving him credit on that side of it because it's really something that he thought about. Um, you know, just saying, hey, we we want to really help out the community in in such a powerful way, and so I, I I've kind of reaped the benefits of being associated with it. But really, I, I mean, the credit goes to him. So, Brian, tell us a little bit about the charitable initiatives that you've been supporting. Sure. Well, I mean, you know, the first thing to talk about is the opportunity with Comic-Con is that it's a celebration of pop culture. But most importantly, from our perspective, it's a celebration of heroes. And so what we've done is recognizing that it's great to be a fan of Superman or you know, uh, Thor or Iron Man, we're all heroes on the big screen, but let's not forget about the heroes in our own community. And that kind of was the foundation of, of a lot of the efforts we've had with charity. So not only do we provide a lot of tickets for, um, you know, people like the police and nurses and hospitals and first responders and so on, um, National Guard um, and the U.S. Air Force base here that's local, um, we also uh, use our tickets and our brand 
to raise money, for example, for a fallen police officer last year, and um, you know, uh, cancer foundations like um, uh, we use do things for Make-A-Wish, we do things for Huntsman Cancer, and um, the common theme across all of this is heroes. And that's why we've been recognized by the governor. There, there's a, a day declared now, Comic-Con Hero Day. Uh, we've been uh, got a declaration from the mayor and the attorney general, and it's all about celebrating heroes, not just the ones on the TV and the, and the big screen, but the ones right here in our own community. So how much money have you, money and tickets have you given away? Uh, close to a million, uh, $2 million at this point. Um, we've been doing this now. This is our fifth annual and uh, fourth year and nine events. And so um, every, every event, and we're, we're very open to people contacting us during the off season and say, hey, we've got a gala fundraiser. We provide some tickets and, and you know, a, a bag of, autographs and, you know, could we please get a photo op with Chris Evans as part of the package and things like that. And so we use that to help them raise money within their own nonprofit. But we also realize, for example, like Ballet West, uh, which I personally enjoy so much. I love the ballet, so does my wife. Uh, but you look at a lot of those artists that participate in that and they really don't make a, a lot of money re relative to their beautiful skills. And so, for example, we provided uh, Comic-Con tickets for the last two events for all of the people that work there so that they can have a little perk for, you know, bringing the arts to, to our city. So, Dan, what are some of the organizations that you have been proud to support? Well, I, you know, Brian has mentioned, you know, Make-A-Wish is one that is uh, really exciting. It's, it's uh, heartbreaking in a way yeah, to see these kids come in and, and they see their heroes and we know that the future is not looking very bright for those those kids that have come in but to see the tears in people's eyes as that you know that uh, you know for example when um, we had we had some come in and meet Chris Evans when he was here and we've had some uh, come in for several of the other celebrities that we've had and as they come in they um, the first of all the celebrities are you know, they, they just have an uncanny ability to reach out and touch those those kids in a way that you feel like they've known them forever. And, and it's, just, it's so impressive the way they do that. And seeing that happen and and just, you know, the emotion in, in, the, in that meeting is so powerful. And you know, that's been something I've been really excited about. You know, we've uh, done some stuff, some early right when Operation Underground Railroad got started. We provided them with a booth and some of the early promotions uh, with them. And they are in, um, really doing a lot of uh, great good ar around. And they, uh, one of the other things is we did have uh, one of our celebrity guests that had come with us, Lori Holden. Uh, she had come to our event and we made an introduction with them. She ended up going on a mission with them to uh, uh, Southern or uh, South America. Should tell a lot, a lot of people may not know what it's about. So. Oh, it's about, it's, okay, yeah, Operation Underground Railroad is about human trafficking. They yeah. usually go with uh, underage uh, people and, you know, going in and liberating them from the, from certain situations that they're in, that's what, you know, that, that's what this group is doing. And uh, such a powerful mission. And, uh, and not just liberating them and then sending them out on the street again to help to try to figure out what's what's next in life. They actually help to bring these kids and get them back on their feet. 
and that that's a big step because it you know one is to go in and arrest the people that are creating the problem around them but if they only take that step then the, these kids don't have any way to to uh, have a future and so the, the key is is to give them a future outside of of you know the the slave you know basically the slavery that they've been in yeah it's a tremendous organization. We had Tim on the show. Great, great guy. Great human being and a great program. So, Brian, what are some of the causes that are most exciting to you that you feel closest to? Um, you know, to, for, to me, um, uh, the first responders and the local services in terms of the police and the firemen and uh, our military and especially veterans. I'm a veteran. And I can, my heart goes out because it's really, um, you know, in many, many cases, it's a job that doesn't get enough uh, recognition for the contribution it makes to society. You know, people tend to, uh, you, know, you know, if a first responder comes and saves you from a heart attack, then you recognize the value there. But it's things like 911 and, and other kind of, uh, you know, bigger events that people realize how important these people are uh, from the nurses and doctors and so on, that they're there when uh, you need them, but people don't seem to recognize them as well uh, when they don't. And so we really go out on a regular basis to say, you know, we're glad that there's this infrastructure that is there in emergencies and when we need them, uh, because it's kind of a thankless job sometimes. They're true heroes. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, the other thing that Brian's been good about that way is, reaching out to the educators as well. And that's another group of people that don't get the uh, attention they deserve and, and the recognition they deserve. Um, and, and so reaching out and, and partnering and, and providing opportunities with the educators to what, you know, either, you know, right now any of the educators can come in and get discounts. And, but sometimes we actually do special deals with some of the different districts and schools where they can even get better deals than that. And, and we've given away many, many tickets at no cost to the library systems around because we felt like, uh, I read across a study that said that um, kids that grew up reading comic books perform better in science and technology than kids that don't. And seeing that, it, like, it clicked for me. It's like, okay, all these superheroes, they're getting their superpowers from industrial accidents. Iron Man is using all this technology. Batman is using all this technology. It totally made sense. And so when we started talking to the libraries, it's like, this is great for education. It's going to help us, you know, in terms of the STEM uh, initiative, comic books are the way to go. And they, they embraced it and agreed. And so now we're working very closely with them. That's great. Well, Dan, you are uh, a remarkable guy. Uh, you know, a lot of people look up to you. Who's your hero? Who do you look up to and admire as a role model? Well, I, I have to say, I mean, this is going to sound a little cliche, but, my, you know, my parents, of course, have just been amazing people in my life. You know, my mom passed away a little over two years ago, and my dad's still with us and, and hanging on and, and uh, still setting a good example for us and the family. And that's, that's something that I, I don't say lightly. I mean, I, I, they really did, uh, did a lot to, to teach me um, really just to, to care about other people. And cause that, they were the best examples of putting other people first in their, in their lives. They would put us first as kids and they, they, they would, uh, they were always so, so generous. And, and so that's something that's really important to me. And then 
you know, of course, I, I do see some of, you know, I, I've been able to kind of develop a, a greater respect for some of the celebrities that have come as guests um, to see that they really do have a concern for the people they're meeting outside of just this kind of transactional interaction that they really do care about people. Because you, you kind of see both sides. You see some that are just there merely for a transaction, but then you see other people that, that sincerely give um, love and sharing to the, to the people they're meeting. And, and they, um, you know, there's one of my friends, Jess Harnell, that, you know, has become a friend uh, from the conventions. He's a voice actor. And he's spoken to me many times about how his goal is when he meets somebody, he wants to build them up. He wants to make sure that he compliments them on something special and unique about them. And it has to be sincere. You know, it's not like he's going to just comment on, you know, throw something out. And I've seen him do it time and time again that he wants to build those people up. And they all leave thinking that uh, they're the most important person in the world, which they should feel that way. And, and when I see this whole event coming together and seeing people get built up rather than uh, feel torn down at the end of it, that's what, that's what this is about, you know, building individuals, making them, you know, building their level of confidence, giving them opportunities to feel good about themselves and showcase themselves and, uh, and recognizing them. And, and that's one of the, the things that, that you know, kind of going back to the hero initiatives that, that Brian has driven, you know, uh, for us, we've had our press conferences where we brought out a lot of these first responders and, and military people put them on stage with our celebrities. As we introduce the celebrities, we also bring in these local um, uh, people that have served us, these really these true heroes, and we bring them up and recognize them as part of the process. And so, um, you know, you, you can have an actor that plays a hero, but in their real life, it doesn't really, there's not um, congruity there, where many times we see that we do see several that come in and they really do have that caring and that love for the people that it's great them. it's yeah. great to see that contrast now brian why was it important for you to incorporate a charitable aspect to this event because it seems to me you could have pulled off a successful event without it why was it important to add this yeah i mean you know it's a to me it's a simple idea of karma and um, like I live my life it's not like everybody else but uh, I've always felt like um, that there's there's this invisible um, uh, thing called karma that it's not about I do something for you and I'll get something back from you it's just like if I'm a giving person or a giving corporation or entity um, you know it's going to come back tenfold and I don't have to worry about where it's coming from. It's just like you create that energy in your life or your organization, and, you know, it propels you forward. And so um, it's great to be partnered with Dan because Dan is so focused on giving to the fans and make sure they have a great experience. And, and, and then we've integrated this idea of giving to the community and be, being available to help them whenever they reach out. We rarely, rarely say no to somebody who comes up to us and asks for help. And, and, you know, we've been successful because of it. Yes, we have a great show, but I really believe the foundation and why we do this is because we're just focused on giving, 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 and not worrying where it's going to come back because it always does. Now, it seems, we, we really it seems to be the case in a lot of industries, right? That you give and it comes back to you. Now, Dan, what is your superpower? 
Um, my superpower is being able to surround myself with people that are smarter and better than I am. <laughs> and I, I've, just, I've seen that in so many ways. You know, I, I can, you know, Brian is the most passionate, uh, talented marketer I've ever had an opportunity to work with. And, and being able to recognize that in him and the rest of our staff here, we have amazing people that, that really have huge passion for what they do and, and uh, do, you know, they, they all go above and beyond the call of duty when they're asked to do something. And uh, so I'd say my superpower has been able to identify uh, and, and surround myself with amazing people. Fantastic. Brian, what's yours? Oh, that's a tough question. Um, you know, I would say um, <clears throat> I went to school in physics, and I am in love with the concept of energy, and obviously karma is about energy. Um, but what I think my superpower is is, uh, you know, being able to, uh, you know, interact with the, the, the communications and tel television and media uh, with our fans, with um, our celebrities in a way that, you know, by focusing and sort of amplifying the positive energy of each of the entities and kind of getting this all to go in the same direction, we've become this life force that has, you know, at this point dominated uh, the city in terms of, you know, the, the massive convention that we have. And it's really about, you know, grooming and and shaping that energy of all the moving parts in a way that we can all benefit each other. Excellent. Well, gentlemen, I really want to thank both of you for taking the time to be with us today. Uh, Dan, why don't you take just one minute before you go, tell people when the next event happens, how people can learn more about it, and connect with you two personally. Perfect. Uh, best place to find information about our event and see the guests that are coming, the events that we're having, you know, the panels and all that is saltlakecomiccon.com, and the dates are September 21st to the 23rd uh, this year. So it's going to be, you know, we're shooting to make this our, our biggest and best event ever. We, we try to do that every time. Um, this, our, our lineup is turning out to be amazing. We've got more people that are coming that we're going to be announcing soon. And so if you follow, if you go to there or you can uh, Facebook uh, Salt Lake Comic Con, and you can, you can also uh, find a lot of information there as well. Fantastic. Well, gentlemen, thank you very much for taking the time to be with us today. We wish you every success in using your influence for good. Thanks so much, Devin, for the opportunity. Yeah, thank you. All righty. Let's do some good. Clean Energy Advisors creates investment opportunities in the renewable energy sector that provide clients with a predictable income, preservation of capital, and positive impact. Clean Energy Advisors is committed to providing clients with investment opportunities with both market rates of return and measurable impact. Thank you for listening. This podcast was recorded via Google Hangouts on Air and is available at youtube.com forward slash Devonthorpe. Subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher or iTunes by searching for Your Mark on the World. Every weekday, Devon hosts a CEO, celebrity, entrepreneur, or other changemaker here on the Your Mark on the World show to inspire and prepare you to make your mark. Devon is a champion of social good, writing about, advocating for, 
and advising people who are doing good. He is a Forbes contributor who is a recognized thought leader in social entrepreneurship, impact investing, and crowdfunding. To book Devin as a speaker, visit devinthorpe.com. Learn more about Devin's work at yourmarkontheworld.com.